Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world living, oh, safe from the storm, in the shelter of your shalom. Walking home recently, I spied a curious scene. An adult was on the sidewalk, just to the side of an apartment building entrance, facing away from the street. And next to her was a child, who I was guess was around five years old. And the child was counting. When she reached 10, the child said, ready or not, here I come. They were playing hide and seek. The child was the seeker and the adult was hiding right in plain sight. It was precious. And the child found the adult right in front of her with tremendous glee. This event reminded me of a section of Riverside Park on the west side here in New York City corresponding to approximately 83rd Street. This part of Riverside Park features a wide stretch that runs at least a quarter mile long. A line of thick, soft grass runs in the middle of this area, and it's a good place for walking or running or teaching someone how to ride a bicycle. A person approaching the end of this section near 83rd Street will find a large circular area bordered by flower beds and benches. The pavement at this point transitions to a smooth cobblestone-like design. And in the center of this plaza, one finds a small circular fence and inside the fence, a two foot by two foot stone with this inscription. This is the site for the American Memorial to the Heroes of the Warsaw Ghetto Battle, April to May, 1943, and to the six million Jews of Europe martyred in the cause of human liberty. It turns out this plaza is one of the first Holocaust memorials in the United States. The stone plaque, which is known as the stone, and its surroundings were dedicated on October 19, 1947, by Mayor William O'Dwyer. A crowd of 15,000 people attended, including 100 survivors of the Buchenwald and Dachau concentration camps. Buried beneath the stone are two boxes containing soil 
from two concentration camps in Czechoslovakia and a scroll describing the defense of the Warsaw Ghetto in both Hebrew and in English, composed by the then chief rabbi of Jerusalem. As many of us know, the Warsaw Ghetto was poised to be liquidated in the spring of 1943 after news of an impending roundup of deportations reached the remaining Jews in the ghetto, they vowed to fight back. Using smuggled weapons, they rose up. They divided into roughly 50 combat groups, and this remarkable gathering of malnourished and massively outnumbered Jews managed to hold off the Nazis from April 19th to May 16th. The plaque in Riverside Park was originally intended to serve as a cornerstone for a larger memorial. Over several decades, sculptures and other proposals for this location were submitted, but never received funding. Over the years, the plaque itself became the monument. What strikes me most about this memorial is that here it is in plain sight, right before people's very eyes. And many in the neighborhood, and most people who are there for the first time, don't even notice it's there. They walk right on by, even though the stone is smack in the middle of the plaza. Even though there's a large white sign to the side that's titled Warsaw Ghetto Memorial Plaza. It stands prominently on the perimeter. I recently went for a walk with an Upper West Side rabbinical colleague of mine through this section of Riverside Park, and she admitted to me, I never knew this was here. I share this story for a few reasons. The first is to remember the six million Jews and many million more who were murdered during the Holocaust. We say as Jews, we will not forget them. And we take this seriously, especially on a day such as this, a Shavuot festival service with Yizkor Remembrance Liturgy. You are remembered. And we also remember the heroism of those that chose to fight back in Warsaw against most impossible odds and most terrible circumstances. They held back the Nazis for almost a month, exactly 80 years ago. And the second reason I share this story also has to do with this special Yizkor Remembrance Liturgy. So many of us here are present to pay respects to our loved ones who have died. This section of our service on holidays, such as Shavuot, provides us a sacred space to remember. We know this service is just one of a myriad of ways we can, can connect with the loving memory of our dear ones. And I want to remind us like the Warsaw Memorial in Riverside Park, and like the adult playing hide and seek in clear view of the seeking child, right before our very eyes, if only we would allow us to see it, 
are reminders of those we miss so much. And we can harness these reminders, these signs, and they can help us connect to, honor those, and be re-inspired by those who have departed. Often all we have to do is see or hear or, or feel or smell what is right in front of us. A personal example. I try to remember that my dad of blessed memory was a tree hugger and that the very presence of a beautiful tree would stop him in his tracks. And yes, he would actually hug trees. But all too often, I am caught up with my day and miss out on admiring the trees in my midst. When I do open up my mind and eyes and even give a tree a hug, it transforms my day and brings me closer to my dad. What was it that your loved ones adored? Was it a Beatles song? Was it a special dish? Was it kosher? Was it specifically not kosher? It's okay, really, because it was one of your loved one's favorites, and they were one of your favorites. Did they cheer for the Mets or the Yankees or bleed Michigan blue? Did they love a good snowfall or the sound of rain? Were they passionate about family or perhaps pizza? We should take advantage of all the stimuli before us to remember our loved ones, and we can bring them into our lives by name when we experience something that was important to them. Lillian would have loved being with everyone at this bar mitzvah. Joe would have been the first one in the pool on Memorial Day weekend. I wish Bella could have tasted this red sauce. No doubt we do this already. And I'm encouraging us to do this more, a lot more. It may take some getting used to. We may have found ourselves, especially if a death has been recent, being overwhelmed by emotion when we're experiencing something that reminds us of them. Intense emotion, especially grief, can be tough to navigate. Each of us must chart our own course in regard to how we connect with what we're experiencing and those we love who are no longer alive. What I am sure of is this. Right before our very eyes, every single day, there will be the opportunity to be reminded of people we love so much, people who took care of us and people we took care of. They inspired us. They helped us. They challenged us. They laughed and they, they cried with us. 
They <laughs> drove us absolutely crazy and also helped us make us who we are. We should strive to use these reminders to honor their lives and connect our memories of them, these loved ones of ours who are no longer alive. We called them grandma, grandpa, mom and dad. We called them husband and wife, son and daughter. We called them brother, sister, uncle, aunt, cousin, and friend. We called them by their actual names, and we called them by the terms of endearment that made them and us smile. They were ours, and we were theirs. What a blessing this is still. This Shavuot, this Friday morning, and each day going forward, may we be open to seeing what is right before our very eyes and be able to connect what we are experiencing to our everlasting love for them. And I'd always praise your name. Thank you for listening to this edition of Central Synagogue's podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you're in the loop on future episodes. And please follow us on social media or watch our live stream at centralsynagogue.org, our Facebook page, or on national cable at the Jewish Broadcasting Service. Thanks again for joining us. Shalom.